Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Stop Hammer Time. My name's Phil Whelans. Uh, with me this week, it's great to have him back. It's Don, the Don Peretta. Hola. Hello, Don. Everything all right? Yes, great. Thanks. You? Uh, not too bad. Is hola Italian for hello? No, it's Spanish. What's Italian for hello? Ciao. Ciao, of course it is. And, uh, and goodbye as well. It's like a sort of all-purpose word, like Nespa. Lazy. Or, or in it. Lazy, lazy, lazy Italians. That's what a lot of people say, don't they? They do. Lazy Italians. On strike all the time. Yes, that's right. Also joining us this week, it's, uh, it's author of uh, Nearly Reached the Sky, um, uh, an excellent book which uh, I have read and enjoyed, and you must too, I insist. It's Brian Williams. Watch your cock. Everything all right? Absolutely in the pink. Now, you and I were both at the game last night. Don, you uh, watched it on television. I did. Probably gave you better insight than we had. Um, Well, I had had the insights of Frank Lampard to uh, assist me as well. Yes, he was commentating for the Sky people. He was standing by a table. Right, right. Standing by a table. Uh, was his insight good, Frank? So he, knew, he knows he knows football. He's he? still a bit of a novice, I'd say, of, on, yeah, the, on yeah. the pundit. On the punditry, do you think he'll do more of that? Yeah, yeah. Do you think he's going to be? Oh, a bit I can't wait. <laughs> yes. Um, well, we played last night. We played Chelsea, and uh, we lost two-one. A flattering scoreline, possibly, but it was. I thought we played very well um, for vast portions of the game it's fun isn't it because yes in one way it's flattering but had had the game gone slightly differently it could easily have been a nil nil because they didn't really have many good chances and we certainly didn't so it could easily apart from two i'd say sloppy goals really it could easily have been a nil nil easy well we had uh you know the statistics latterly showed and i kind of sort of suspected during the game we we had the majority of possession you know and i think two percent yes if we'd have played at upton park we'd have won four nil (laughs) <laughs> Brian, let it go. Brian, let it go. Uh, I that don't be the think day. so. But Most yeah. of the times, uh, Don Brian has been on this podcast uh, since since you were last with us. Brian's solution to everything is a time machine. Is essentially he wants last night's game to have been played in round about nineteen seventy five. Ah, yes, good. three. Hmm. I was going to no, say no, 70, maybe three. No, no seventy five was a good year for me, good year. and yeah, indeed yeah. for West Ham. Yeah, Brookie well, obviously a cup. Yeah, so Brookie cup win. Um, mm. Bonds, who you love, would have was Alan Taylor love doesn't Taylor. even begin yeah. to cover it. <laughs> Alan Taylor, um, Mister Offside, but it wasn't. It was played. Uh, it was played at where we are now with the team that we have now in in modern day. Not yes. in my mind, yes, yes, yeah. So, so that's 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 um, uh, that's what it was. But it was. Um, 
Yes, no, you're right, you're right, Don. I, th- I thought we, in a way, we limited their chances. Mm. They, uh, they, um, we, we came out the starting blocks well. Mm-hmm. There's been a l- yes. quite a lot of sort of games of two halves this season. Some some games we've needed a real well, four shake quarters, up. as last night might have been. Mm. Yes, a little bit, wasn't it? We, Without wishing to sort of sound too moany here, is this um, going to be? This game should have been at Upton Park. No, no, no. I've moved on. I've moved on from that. I've moved on from that. Should it have been in the seventies? That would have helped. The, so we're going to be talking about last night's game. We are in twenty seventeen. We this are is going to be the very one. Are you going to say you think they should wear those? baggy big baggy shorts and all get brain damage from a ball that weighs about two tons only only frank lampard right but the new um the new stadium wonderful though it is and been i believe voted the most wonderful stadium ever built in the history of the Mm -hmm. world um i I know this is a bit of a theme of mine but citation needed what happens (laughs) what happens to the atmosphere such as it was after 25 minutes when chelsea scored now i put it to you that had that been at the old place and we had gone one so, so it is actually you said it wasn't going to be no, I and lied. it was I lied that's, that's I lied right. okay well you can't finish this point because we know what it is we know what it is and, and you've said it many times essentially I should explain uh, Brian's not actually here just Don and I are here and we're, we've we've copied and pasted his answers from all previous podcasts into this podcast uh, he's not really with us this evening in that case I'll go and finish off my pint uh, I left behind the bar. Yeah. That's what he said. In 1975. <laughs> yeah, it cost one shilling, one shilling and fourpence. Yeah. Now point. it's flat. Yeah. It will have gone flat. Tastes better that way. Flat is the atmosphere at the Olympic <laughs> Stadium. Did I say that, everybody? Did I say that? <laughs> anyway, back yeah. to the game. Um, I, you know, I think, there is, I think there is a point there. I think it... Um, you know the 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 night game that we played in the cup against Chelsea was one of the best atmospheres mm-hmm. in the stadium, and some of I the finest sort of seat throwing I've seen in a long time. That really that really did make me wistful for the good old days. Yeah, trying when... to yeah hoisting a seat. So some of those seats were hoisted um, uh, Olympic qualifying distances, <laughs> and because obviously seat tossing at the Olympics is uh, is a is a yeah. often, you know the Russians are really good at it, but I suspect doping. You need that disc technique though that's uh, you, you do you yeah, really yeah. need to get a bit of a turn yeah. and yeah. get that whip on it yeah. well you have to practice with cats you've got to swing a cat <laughs> you have to swing a cat first yeah. and then move up to chairs um yes there was a great atmosphere I mean, you know the second half our, our three goal comeback against crystal palace there was a there was a, a really good atmosphere at the olympic stadium but last night you're right it was flat um there we were playing well and we were competitive but we it didn't feel like we were going to win it except for one passage of play at, a, at around 65 to 70 minutes when um we were sort of in the ascendancy and the crowd got behind you know crowds are you know they're 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 sort of they're astute aren't they they can see what's going on and they sort of know that what else is if we had scored then with 20 minutes to go, 25 minutes to go, it was really game on. And I think mm. we could have equalised, as it was, we, we scored in the 98th yeah. minute or something. Nice guy, but, but there yeah. was a spell, but it didn't happen. And um, it's it, the sort of quietness in the stadium, I think, was sort of a reflection of the fact that we... we Although we were competitive with some lovely build-up play, we didn't really look all that in their penalty area, our sort of final, but it didn't look like 
we were really going to score. They, they're just too good for us. They had the measure of power. Yeah, they were didn't they? Good, too good for us. It's, in, one, in, it's, in, one, it's one thing taking a beating from a better side, <clears> but when you have to listen to Chelsea fans taunting you with "You're not West Ham anymore," yes, yes. and actually thinking you've got a point, you bastards. That I find that was what I found hard to take last night. Mm. I mean, all joking aside. Uh, it, it's it's tough when you actually. I can't tell you how much I hate Chelsea. They are <laughs> yes. they are the the team that I detest more than any other. Yes, I think uh, I love this team. no, no, I, I'm not sure amongst West Ham fans that's true. I mean, they're you know, but anyway, I, I there's I a song that's that's sung <laughs> at most games about the rectal placement of a flag. There is indeed. I'm not saying that we like them. I think that there are maybe other teams who uh, in, in a lot of West Ham fans. Anyway, that's this is a mm. bit of a, a, a mm. side issue. I personally do not much care for Chelsea, but. Their, their taunt last night was one of the most hurtful and insightful I think I've ever had to endure. Uh, and let's face it, we've taken a few beatings this year and we've taken we've been outsung at just about every game. You know, when you've got West Brom singing at you, we're West Brom and we'll sing on our own. And there are 50-odd thousand West Ham fans scratching their arse thinking, what time's the next train back to Bromley? It's a sorry pass, it really is. This relentless uh, defence of the Olympic Stadium <laughs> and this sort of apparent I, love affair do you uh, si- and sitting in a tree kissing Gold, Sullivan and Brady is starting do to you, become very do wearing. You, do you sit near the away fans? No, no, miles away from them. Because yeah. that's not my experience of the games. I, I, don't, I don't hear that. Well, perhaps it's only my left ear that works and my right <clears> one that's pointed towards I, the West Ham fan, doesn't I, it? I'm not saying the, the atmosphere is yet comparable, but I think it's... On occasions, it's pretty good and pretty loud. And when we score, mm. it's much louder than it is up, was at Upton Park. It's much louder. Yeah. Something about the architecture, I don't know. But when we score, it is absolutely deafening. And I think when people, <clears> and <throat> I think you know, when people move closer to each other, the atmosphere will get better. We're a few months into you know yeah. this new thunder. I mean, I don't give a shit what Chelsea say. No, that's right. That's right. <laughs> We're always saying, well, they're not. Yeah. They've never been Chelsea, so no, that's it, true. So suck well, it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. Um, Suck it up, I will. <laughs> we, you know, they did. They did sort of manage Carroll quite well, didn't they? Last night, it was sort of. I think they. Yeah. I think we we were we were competitive in the game, but we it didn't feel that we were a huge goal threat. Um, yeah, but we didn't put one good cross to him, did we? No. So mm-hmm. it's easy to handle a, a, a header of the ball if he's not got a chance to head it. We did a little bit of uh, we did a little bit of old fashioned long ball as well, which we yeah. haven't seen for a while. Which simply sort of you know bounced off the top of his head. <clears throat> he, he occasionally directed a good one, but we. Oh, don't, I think that's a bit unfair. Really I think back to goal, Carroll was really good. Yeah, I think his, his service he got was. I mean, he he was very well marshaled. So where where was the sort of plan B? Where were we thinking maybe, you know, Snodgrass is a terrific header of the ball. So if you're going to put in those crosses, particularly from the right, then maybe miss out, Carroll, go for a longer cross, yeah. Get, yeah. Uh, get Snodgrass coming in. Yeah. I'm not criticising uh, uh, Carroll. I think, I think, I think it didn't work. I think all that is true. I think, I think at the end of the day, football cliche, had Antonio played... It would have been a completely different game, and we'd have got at them much more, and they would have had more to think about uh, than just making sure Carroll didn't get the ball. Mm. Uh, you know, hindsight. Well, it's not hindsight; it's just a bloody obvious thing to say. Yeah. But you know, of all the games for him to get suspended for, that shouldn't have been the one. But yes, there you it's go. a shame. I wonder <clears> what he would have done though, because because I, you know, there was a time a few games ago when uh, Carroll came back into the side and. Uh, it felt that the right move was Antonio um, 
to replace Faguli and Faguli to go to the bench. But at the moment, Bilic likes Faguli. Haven't uh, we got to find a way of getting Koyachi back into midfield? Yeah, well, yes, absolutely. That's right. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, there there are some there are some strange decisions. You know, like last night, you know, he had a he had a bench full of defenders and. Uh, one of whom was a right back. Coyote's playing. Coyote's playing right back. There was a change late in the game that took Noble off, moved Coyote to centre back. He brought Byram on, didn't well, he? Well, Reed went off, didn't yes, he? Reed, no, Reed no, off. There was an in, yes, that that's was, right. There was an injury in forcing. but there was a, there was a substitution which didn't happen, which was one of your centre backs is injured. You've got a centre back on the on. bench. Yeah. He didn't bring him on and move Kuyati into midfield, uh, and that says something about what he thinks. About, it says something about what he thinks about Byram because he was that was one of the last changes, wasn't it? Byram on, um, but it also says something about Collins now. If you're going right, there's a backup centre back. A centre back gets injured in the game, but you would rather move your driving midfielder from one wrong position to another wrong position than bring on your backup centre-back. It's, you know, there are some big questions in the summer that I think need to sort of be addressed. Yeah. You know, Collins- I, mean, I, I, guess, I guess if Chelsea had had a Drogba, then <clears throat> Collins might be the answer. But when you're looking at that sort of speed that Chelsea were counter-attacking with last night and you've got Hazard coming at you at a million miles an hour... I mean, big ginger. I love him with a passion, but yeah. he's not really the guy to. No, deal no, with he's that, not. Is. He's not. But I mean, then you need to. Well, we missed on you know, Bono he as a well. Centre, he is a professional. Would have centre. been a game for yeah, Bono last right. night yeah, as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. Because he's a, he's our best defender. I think technically the best yeah. defender we've got. He's got. Oh, like look at Fonte. I think. Oh, know, absolutely. You know, but he isn't, he's not. As, but he's not as quick as Ogbonna. And yeah. and uh, Ogbonna's really good at standing up to people when they're running at him. Yeah. But there you go. You know. He's no, not there. No, no but there are things. But it's but interesting because I think. Do you think next season we'll play three across the back? With if you got those three fit, would you play those three together? I would. I definitely would. Yeah, I don't really know. I mean, I, uh, with Font in front of those two. Uh, uh, if 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 the reason you were playing it was for attacking reasons, yes. You know, the, when we played three at the back under Redknapp, it was. It seemed to be because of the presence of Berkovic, because three at the back, wing backs. Two defensive midfielders together. There's it left, even though you've got two up front, a space for a kind of playmaker in that Berkovic role, which is and why. that seemed to be that almost seemed to be the reason for three at the back rather than going. Oh, there's more defenders. You know, Allardyce occasionally went to three at the back within a game or started uh, because he was frightened of goals being scored against us and put, was like put more big bodies in the way and that doesn't work I don't think that works particularly well and, and this season it, it worked for a bit and then it didn't but I yes, think with Font right. it now in the in the lineup he can he takes the ball out of defense really yeah, really yeah. well and you would ha- I would have him in front of the back you know of Reed and Ogbonne as a back two and that frees a midfielder from having to patrol that bit gives yeah. them gives yeah, us yeah. it does put us on the front foot a bit more and it you know we'll see what happens to Noble but you definitely have to have Obiang and Kuyate in the middle mm, yes Obiang be just because he's a, he's just a tackling monster yeah yeah and, and Kuyate because he just drives at the opposition the whole time and he really scares him because yes. he's got everything yes and with Antonio in the team you've got someone else with an aerial threat as well because Antonio even if you play him wide on the right Mm-mm. he pops up anyway yes, doesn't he, does, he? Yeah. he yeah, just yeah, you just yeah. don't know where to mark yeah. him and he's got such a good head on him yes he does I think a fully fit eleven would have would have given Chelsea a really really good game. I mean, the teams like, that have taken us apart this year, though, and Chelsea didn't last night. But I think they never really got out of third gear. To no. be honest, um, you know, Phil made the point if we'd have pulled one back after sixty five minutes, 
it would have been game on. You got the feeling that maybe Chelsea would have you know stepped it just up. stepped it up. I mean, I, who, I mean, hope they obviously wouldn't have done. But you know, you look at the sort of the pace things that we've got from the likes of Arsenal and Man City, and the speed on the break that when these guys and the quality of passing that they have, they're not they're looking to move it forward all the time. They're looking to bomb on forward. And they have players forward. I mean, it's just a little thing that really does piss me off with, with, with sort of Billage's tactics is at a corner. And again, Chelsea did it last night. They get, um, they're defending a corner. They will leave at least one player, often two up. We never do. We get everybody back. Yeah. Now, what is the point of having Faguli and Lanzini back in your own penalty area, apart from getting in the way very often mm. of the, who would have, have possibly cleared it? I mean, the, 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 the second Chelsea goal last night was... You know, it was hardly a classic, was it? And maybe if there had been fewer players around, a more commanding performance by Randolph uh, and Reed, uh, it may not have even got to him. And if you do get the ball and you've got a couple of players up, they've got to at least leave at least three back. And we just get this idea we have to have everybody back. Yeah. It really annoys me. Well, it's a little yeah, bit of a I dog's agree. dinner at the moment. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a patched up team, and, uh, and actually, but that's been a tactic all season. Yeah, yeah. But oh, well, that. But I mean, that. I mean, we've offered, but we last season, had, last we season, often, we were predicated on hitting them. Uh, I mean, Pai was pace. often still up front, but that was because he couldn't be asked to get back in the first place, which is not quite the same thing. Yeah, but we were good at hitting teams on the break last season mm. because we yeah. had pacey players. But we, we. But that's what I mean is that, that you know the pacey players have uh, gone. Sacco is injured, but for a while we still played as if everyone. You know, yeah. We played a very similar formation. So I mean, the reason that that's the Sacco Valencia partnership was so successful for Pace, the brief period yeah. that it was is because they were so quickly just absolutely. terrified you know, um, that, that game against Man City they yes. absolutely terrorised them absolutely so, yeah, yeah. So, so I mean it would lovely, it'd be lovely to see some of that again for sure but, 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 but with Antonio you do have that yeah yeah it feels like a patched up team and it feels like yeah. slightly patched well, up is. tactics as well um, more on this uh, after these messages from the Geek Town Radio podcast a show that gives you the latest TV, film and gaming news all from a UK perspective plus the latest UK premiere dates and a ton of interviews from people such as Suits Lewis Lit Rick Hoffman It's crazy The whole thing's crazy to gaming royalty like Troy Baker and Nolan North Would you really take a bullet from me? Uh, well no that's that's the acting From behind the scenes people such as the directors of smash hit US comedy Veep We love Geek Town My kids wear your t-shirts to screen legends Hello such as Mr. George Decay. Star Trekking across the universe. For all this and more, come join us on Geek Town Radio, available to download every Tuesday from your usual podcast supplier and from geektown.co.uk. <laughs> Um, so, so, yeah, I mean, I think it does feel like a sort of um, patched up season. Uh, cool. You know, we, we, we got off to that horrible start and basically we've just been putting band-aids on band-aids on band-aids. So we've got, we, and we've still got slight problems that I think are of, of Billich's own devising because of certain fixations he's got, especially around the right-back position. Because, I, I, you know, Byron's always looked fine to me. He's always looked fine to me. Again, you know, but he's not a sort of top flight right back, but we, we, he's at the level of, that we can afford of right backs. You know, you're not going to get. Um, so who would we be looking to replace over the summer? Well, that team that was out there last night, I think who, Bayer, would, who would you keep and who would, who would you let go? 
I think it's quite a strong team. It's just really lacking in certain positions. I think uh, if he wants to hit teams on the break and stuff, Carroll's not that guy. Sacco sort of was that guy um, because Sacco's quick and uh, runs onto long balls. So, so I think we, you know, we absolutely need a top top draw striker. And that replace or upgrade is, I guess, is the uh, is the is the point. I mean, obviously, we need a right back. Obviously, we need another right sided midfielder. Other than that. I mean, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know that we've seen enough of Masuaku to know whether he's what I saw of him. I thought was very good. I, I, was good I, yeah, I, I don't understand the negativity about him. No, I don't either. Um, he's actually a very good ball player. He seems yeah. like a. He seems like he he's got right. the skills to be in so midfield. I think maybe he's... on the left left side we're okay. Yeah. I think people I know who take this sort of shit seriously and watched him play in Greece reckon that he really was piss poor and was surprised we bought him which uh, may be harsh well but, fine but, but, but based on what I saw judge a man I, by what he's done for yeah, us yeah, I, sure, I don't, yeah. I don't, I I don't see that at all um, you know I, I, I have to say I'm not convinced by Snodgrass yet I don't think no. he's I, I don't think he's had taken one decent free kick yet he's had a couple, put in a couple of decent corners but not one I don't think one free kick that's really troubled the keeper or beaten the wall much so wait and see early doors I'm obviously no, I, I, I do rate him I yeah, think yeah, he's a really good yeah. player no but, I think Stoggrass will be a big but, but big he hasn't player. yet has he no no not, no, no, not, not especially no I mean you know the, the, there are players that you need to be squad players that, that you know like uh, like Jonathan Spector was and like um, yeah uh, Kenny Brown was and yeah. stuff like that. You need some of those guys that, that aren't going to expect to start every week, which is why they don't go to another club and demand a transfer. Yeah. Um, I mean, there are just sort of certain decisions that have to be made. With with um, we might still need another central defender if if Billich decides that, yeah, that, that Collins is is sort of out of the door now. Yeah, he must be. And uh, is Mark Noble really though? Is he the answer? Well, Mark Noble. I mean, I, might, I love yeah, the guy to well, Mark Noble may be defended a, him for years. Yes, but. it may be a low-hanging fruit in that sort of you know the kind of the moneyball ethos uh, is that if you're not a kind of top-flight team with lots of money, you should be just constantly upgrading positions. You know, if someone is uh, still has a kind of market resale value and someone a bit better turns up in that position, sell that first guy. You know, it's sort of quite unsentimental. And Noble, yeah. you know, Noble. Some of his, the time he needs on the ball, there are times when we're playing well and he is dragged along. You know, certain last season when, when Lanzini, Paye and Noble were in the team, and especially Cresswell as well, um, the, the fast interplay between them was brilliant to see. And Noble was sort of pulled up to that guy, those guys' levels because he's got the skills to be like that. When the midfield is misfiring, Noble really slows down as well. And that, you know, last time, just, that just... sort of dawdling on the ball that led to their breakaway, it just had to go straight back in again. I think Lanzini took a free kick, bounced off the wall, yeah, came to Noble. All he had to do was just put it back in Paul, again, but I, he didn't. I'd just of... like to make the point here that we've gone back to last season an awful lot and we've hardly gone back to 1975 at all. <laughs> oh. Well, they were, they were on the band of the year, didn't they, or something? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, uh, so, but you, 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 you said, who do we need to get rid of? Uh, I, I, I think, I think Noble is certainly, uh, you know, if you look at the Venn diagram, he's the one that all the circles converge on. He's the one you look at and go, mm, because he's not got the drive of, or speed or the strength of a Kiyati. No. He can't tackle as well as Obiang, but he passes better than the other two do. Yeah. So, I think, in a totally fit totally on fire 11 Noble may not get in it but um, we never have that so no, he will always play but Bilic has got to be as curious 
as a, as a sort of professional football practitioner, has got to be as curious as the rest of us to see what Obiang and Kuyati as a holding midfield pairing is like. I'm, you know, I'm very keen to see because it might be a lot better than Obiang Noble, you know, or Noble Kuyati because it I, feels like it, it may be. But I think I think the important thing there is not the holding bit; it's the driving at the opposition, yeah. forward, putting them on the back foot mm. bit. No, but that's, I'm saying that's, that's what that's Kuyati where, does. That's, but yeah, but but he does that from he's done that very yeah. well from that position. Yeah. That's where he stands on the pitch. Is is oh, though okay. in that where those two are? Okay, when you say yeah. holding midfield, uh, I, yeah, but he's I, but that's in, if you draw a diagram of the team, that's where those two in the middle. That's where oh. those two stand. I mean, it pains me really. Really pains me to say, but Kente was fantastic last night. He was absolutely everywhere, and he was sort of the heart of everything. He's a huge asset. Chelsea yeah. did. He is, and we didn't have anybody in midfield who could live with him, or indeed kick him up in the air. And uh, maybe Czech would have done that. Somebody yeah. needed to. Billy Bonds yeah. certainly yeah, would have absolutely. done. Absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Kevin Nolan would have done. If he, could, if he could have caught if he'd him, have caught him. Yeah. Yeah. he would have done him when he wasn't looking. When he got there, yeah. <laughs> both of those times, Kevin Nolan was sent off in that period leading to Christmas. The the injury he sort of foisted on the other player was down the back of their Achilles because essentially they're a man running away from him <laughs> that he can't catch up with. Is I'd, Kevin Nolan the next West Ham manager? No, uh, no. <laughs> um, <Shame>. I've got um. <laughs> Uh, as, as you know, as a season ticket holder, uh, I get emails from sort of personalities within the club uh, after games, and there was one. Do you get one from Karen in my, Brady in my inbox? Um, I do. Yeah, do you? Mm. Yeah, I don't get them from her. No, no. Yeah, um, yeah. But oh, maybe, uh, maybe they are. I don't read them. Well, more Karen Brady's lawyer, to be right, honest. Right. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but I um. Oh, is that over the stalking thing? Is this well, stalking such a harsh mm. word, isn't it? I mean, you know. It's dribbling. Very, very difficult not to find yourself within 500 yards of somebody. And the fact that I was carrying a sharp implement at mm. the time, honestly, it'll never stand up in court. She's a handsome woman. She's very short. Is she? Mm. I've never seen her. Anyway, uh, this, is, uh, this is from someone in the coast, from uh, David Sullivan. And uh, I'll, 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 try and, I'll try and give it... He's very uh, short try, as well. I'll try and evoke it. I'll try and evoke it with, 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 uh, with his voice. Uh, uh, Dear Philip, it says, because they're, they're personalised, the emails, aren't they? Uh, Dear Philip, I am dictating this to my live-in stenographer after our narrow defeat last night by Chelsea. We gave the racists a hell of a game and I remained in my seat for hours afterwards wondering how we lost. As the last of the crowd drifted away like tears in rain and the cleaners began sweeping up armbands and pamphlets from the away end and empty Prozac packets, razor blades, nooses and Morrissey CDs from the home stands. I remained here until my butler Noriega arrived and lifted me into the papoose and carried me to my helicopter, which had landed on the H of one of the words West Ham United. I explained to the pilot that the letter H on a helicopter landing pad is there for a reason and you can't just land a helicopter on top of any old H like on a shop sign like Harrods or H&M. But it was Jack's first time piloting a helicopter so I cut him some slack. When I first coined the phrase football is about scoring goals people said I was mad. In fact so convinced were they that I'm mad they just said it anyway whether I was coining phrases or not. But I am convinced that we are one or two signings away from having a very good team, especially if one of those signings is a former striker, now retired, or who perhaps died in an explosion, or a firefight, and whose brain and possibly part of his digestive tract are preserved in an indestructible cybernetic body. Imagine a brain containing a lifetime of footballing expertise housed in a body that will never degrade or grow old. And if we don't give it a penis, there's no chance of things going all gigsy, a term I invented. 
I'm not suggesting for one moment that we attempt to blow up Ian Wright. I'm merely saying that times change and that in, say, 10 years' time, it's possible that all football will be played by avatars controlled by paraplegic marines, like in the film Tron. Our manager, Slaven Bilic, in whom I have the utmost confidence, has assured me that it wouldn't do any harm to strengthen in most departments, except right back where we're fine, he says. Although football is increasingly a game comprising of specialist players, right back is a position that all humans are instinctively hardwired to play. Even some upper primates can play right back. Certain birds, a smattering of reptiles and women, as the England ladies team has proven. They have a left-sided attacking midfielder that can also play right back. Stop typing now, Crystal. No, don't type stop typing now, Crystal. Oh, never mind. Come on, you irons! And that's uh, that's um, uh, David Sullivan's perspective yeah. on the game. I, I've seen a man with two brains. Yes, yes. I think I think that's a really good idea. The cranial screw top. Now, yes, that's what could conceivably be the future of football. Yeah. Is, I'd, uh, I'd like to take issue with the razor blades, though. I mean, trying to get a razor blade into the new stadium, as I'm discovering week in, week out, is <laughs> nigh on impossible. Uh, the, the sort of strict searching I'm Your getting, rectum is cut to ribbons. Uh, believe me, there, uh, there's not a bit of me that has not been interfered with by uh, a very large man saying, uh, do you mind if I search you? Well, yes, I do, actually. I believe it's an infringement of my civil liberties. But apparently that doesn't cut a lot of ice. Um, so, I don't know. Brian, why don't you just marry the new stadium? You just love it so, so much. much. Everything is just a... It's just a, a is, is it just me who objects to being searched uh, going into a football ground where um, there's a season to go? I mean, you know, yes. I didn't actually do a lot of uh, damage 40 years ago when I was capable of it. As a 60-year-old man now who can barely climb the stairs to his new seat in row 54, a major advancement from row 73. I'd just like to keep everybody posted on how close to to the action I'm getting. Um, The idea of going in there tooled up, as I believe the phrase was, uh, is just ridiculous. And uh, I believe it's it's outrageous. So, I mean, how good do you think it can get? You you think it's great already, the the new stadium. I mean, how fun, how brilliant can it eventually? Oh, I be? think we I think we could go on to the next level, definitely. Oh, yeah. good, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it does feel like sort of. It feels. I was sort of thinking about this, and I, I, it's probably the same for fans of other clubs, but sort of. Well, they're being strip searched. No, or, uh, since two thousand. Uh, so sort of since 2003, you know, the first time we went down, it's sort of there are those seasons that feel like it, it, it sort of never gets going and that really you're just hoping to regroup over the summer and start another season. And this sort of feels like another one of those, really. We started with a squad that, you know, lost those first few games disastrously because it just wasn't. It wasn't right. There weren't the players there. We didn't have a right barrier playing. Antonio so are right you back. seriously saying, Phil, you're just sort of shrugging off the, you know, all of the history that we've given up and said, oh, well, it's a bit of a shit season, but we've moved and we've given up all that we, we had as a club and, and now we're in the new place. Boy, it'll be all right next year. I mean, are you, you know, all joking aside, yes, are I you am, trying yeah, to say yes. that? Yes, I, I, I find that astonishing. If you, if you or anyone else thinks that that sort of, you know, people have been evoking this... Uh, will take us to another level uh, thing. Well, if, I, believe if you, the, if you, I believe it was the current management who, who evoked that, was the whole yes, yes, reason that's right. for the yeah, move. That's right, but if you... If and they you, haven't, have they? We haven't gone to the... If we've gone to a different level, yeah, yeah, some, some you, people have gone to level 73 my, when they were in Road K. If you K. let me finish my thought, um, 
Did you? I mean, you work in financial journalism. Do you think that if there's a, like a sort of a, a policy to do with something like quantitative easing or or a change in interest rates, it literally will take effect the second they sign the piece of paper? That somehow just by switching a a switch, life changes. We're half the half a season into this new place. We were 112 years into the other. I think they're hoping to step up to the next level, probably because they want sort of further investment now that they're in a 60,000 seater stadium and all that stuff. So that, that, so that you know, we get, we move to the next level. No, it doesn't mean that the, the second the referee blows the whistle on the first game at the Olympic Stadium, Messi taps the ball to Neymar and West Ham begins its first attack of the This, this the is starting to sound very much like the Brexit argument about where we had £350 million on the bus for the health service. We didn't actually mean it. But the, but they, but, but they do mean it, but they didn't mean for a no. second that it's going to happen literally the second the new, the second, the first game, the very first game of the new season. It's all going to be completely different. No one ever means that. Quantitative easy. If someone does some, some, a, a policy to do with something, they don't mean that literally the second they sign the piece of paper, so everything are, will change. So when are they judged by? How long do you give Not them Not half a you... fucking season. Okay, well, how long they in that case? I don't know, like three years or something like that? Well, I'll see you in two and a half years' time then. And... Uh... I don't think there's any doubt that, that you know, this season was always going to be a difficult season. Yeah. I mean, there's, there isn't a, there's never been a, a team moving into a new stadium that hasn't had problems with Absolutely. the new how many, how, many, how many people bought season tickets expecting Dimitri Payet to be gone shortly after Christmas? But that's not anything to do with the new stadium, is it? That would, no, so it's part that, of, that, that could, it's that part would of, have happened it, if we were still at Upton Park. It's part of the, it almost certainly would have happened if we were Upton Park. The promise was that, hey, we've moved on to the next level, we've got these star players, we'll be able to keep them, we will be attracting more. The, the idea yeah, no, was, no, no, it is a bit like yeah, the 350 That's conflation, that's not the point. Because he was given all the money he wanted, he would have given more money. You know, and and he's, he's apparently taking a pay cut to. to it's, it's nothing to do with our financial clout. It's to do with him being a bit of a twat and his wife not 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 wanting to stay in, in London. You know, well, what, it's what, also about I, I West Ham being a mid-table team, which we have been for a many, you know many a long year, apart possibly. from those odd seasons when we get relegated and the the odd time when but we finish seventh. But you can't blame that on the new stadium. Can you? You know, and you can't blame it on the new regime. It's part of it's the, just, yes, you can. It's part of the package that this. The reason for the move was to take West Ham onto a new level. Thousands upon thousands of season tickets were sold to people on the promise of something that has not been delivered this year. There are many people sitting in that stadium who are paying way over the odds for where they're sitting. The whole. Structure of the place. There's a lot of people is, paying two hundred and ninety-five pounds a year for a season ticket. There are lots of people. The there are yeah, lots yeah, of, yeah. There are a lot of people sitting in the back rows who are paying eight and nine hundred pounds because the way the the seating was priced was based on the Upton Park idea of your proximity to the halfway line. Yes, there are a few people in the really shit seats who are paying less than they would have been. But they're paying, but they wouldn't have been paying anyway. There are people paying absolutely top dollar to sit in really. I don't, I don't think really there's any doubt that, 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 that this season has not gone as well as anyone would have liked it to. Okay, but but to to expect, uh, as Phil said, to deliver on 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 this new this brave new world in one season, 
No one, no one can possibly believe that was going to happen. No, and no one would and make that claim and go, uh, "It's literally going to happen." The first, the first game, the first game will be you know, a the, complete and utter transformation. I, I think loads look, of look, look, look at the signings of, during the summer yeah, and, yeah, of course, and, 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 and and in January. Maybe. This idea that the move to the new stadium was going was going to attract better quality players. It clearly hasn't. They made they they made the biggest offers that Lacazette and Backer got, but they turned them down. How can you legislate for that? Well, well you can, can un- you legislate can, for you that. can understand that players are not and their agents are not quite as stupid as that some people will have you believe and that simply moving to a different stadium does not suddenly turn you into a no. world-beating club. But they're not saying that. So. They're not saying that. They're going to say that it happens I, eventually. I believe that was the uh, not-so-hidden message that went through that underpinned the whole there was a propaganda lot, there was a lot, the there, Of course there was a lot of hype, absolutely. Hype's and, a better word than propaganda. And, you, and, yeah. and had you been in their shoes, you probably would have done the same thing. You know, you, you had to hype up something that, that was... You know, as controversial and as difficult as it well, obviously I, it was going to be, and as it turned out to be. I mean, I, I, thing is, you you just don't know, do you? You can't possibly say. No, the only thing you can say is that we didn't know how what it was going to be like. And to, and for no. me, for me, I've actually enjoyed many aspects of this season, and not some others. Uh, it started off badly. The transfer window in the summer was shockingly bad. Um, do you enjoy watching football in the new stadium? As a as a whole, as an experience, from the I, moment you I, get out of bed I, to the, the pre-match what, pint or lack you, of until you, what you I go like. home. I like being in the stadium. I hate the bit when you get to it, and I hate the bit coming out of it. But the bit in it is fine. I enjoy that. Coming out, the carrot management coming out the ground is shocking. Absolutely. And getting, getting in is terrible. Getting in, I've got, I've, you know, I think that it there took is... took me 15 ways, minutes to get in again yeah, against it, West Brom. It, it, is, it is, you know, and, and you know, there's a litany of reasons for that mainly because the people running the stadium have no idea what they're doing, and that's not West Ham. No, that's right. Um, oh, you know, no, that's too easy. No, that, that, was Karen, that was the Karen Brady. Oh, it's not ours. They, they took <laughs> no. the decision to move yeah, yeah. there. And yeah, 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 we're going yeah, to um, we're gonna have to wrap this up in, a, in, a, uh, in like a, a few seconds. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. In that uh, case, I love the stadium. It's fantastic. Yeah, you don't. Um, <laughs> so predictions for uh, we've got Bournemouth away at the weekend. I'm going. I'm going. What do we think? Um, I think a victory. Yeah, the team is. Sorry, am I going first? <laughs> yeah, go on, Don. Yeah, uh, two one. Two us. one to us. Two one to us, Brian. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd take that. Yeah, I think we. No, you can't have the same as Don. Can I not? No. Um, uh, two nil. To us. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> they. What have they done? Oh, great Oracle. Bournemouth? Yes, that's right. They drew at Man United. They drew at Manchester United. Yeah, yeah. That might have taken it out of them. Uh, and Mark Pugh. He was. Do you remember a few years ago? He was every. Every time you read anything, Mark Pugh was on his way to West Ham, and it never happened. And he's turned into be a really good player. Yeah, so he totally embarrassed Carl Jenkinson. That's the, mm. end of the season where they beat us four three at Upton Park. Mm. Completely turned him inside out. Yeah, I'll, I'll never forget that. Well, Junior Stanislas is doing very well at Bournemouth. Yes, I think I, and, I liked him. I'm well sorry to, him. to see him go. I mean, I you know I didn't entirely mind, but I was sorry. He seemed. Um, there was a great story on Facebook. Somebody posted that uh, apparently they're a look alike for Junior Stanislas and. 
they were really pissed off when he moved because apparently this guy in every nightclub he went to said, I'm Junior Sanistas. No. And, uh, <laughs> had, a very, had a very successful nice. evening. Well, he, to, yeah. he needs but, to move to Bournemouth. But now he's got, <laughs> now he, well, first of all, because he had to go to Burnley, which was even... Uh, uh, yeah, that, no, yeah. One, no, one no one's to going to go to Burnley, no. even... You know, for, so 2-1, two, 2-0. Two, Mm. You're the great oracle, Phil. You get it right all the time. Well, I so. did slightly uh, when, when it was two one. I was I, I slightly thought, well, we're losing this anyway. So I was sort of hoping Chelsea would score, so as my three one to Chelsea prediction would uh, come true. Um, yes, I know, I know. <laughs> I mean, you know, all of the all of uh, my correct predictions have been thumping wins from us three nil, three one, four one. Oh no, a, t- a, d- a draw against West Brom. Come on. I think we might nick it 1-0. Ooh. So 0-1 will be the scoreline. Okay. 0-1. Um, yeah. That's where you should put your money, folks. Yes. <laughs> no, that... Yeah, that's long gone. I, I think some think. people did put... Because of the because of the West Brom one and my little run, people did put money on my last prediction. I can't remember what that was, but it was, you know, it was wrong. Um... And that's how yeah, it, that's yeah. always how it that's works, right. isn't it? Yeah, I guess it is. Like yeah. Roulette, I'm in red league, or black. I'm in league with the uh, betting organisations. Mm. Um, this has been Stop Hammer Time. My name's Phil Whelans. With me have been uh, Don Beretta. See you again sometime. Brian Williams. It's been a stone groove. Thank you. Come on, you irons. This is a playback media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at westhampodcast.com. When it comes to a software vendor audit, you need to park the bus. Call 0203-817-4880 or visit livingstone-tech.com to find out how. Sports Social Podcast Network.